listening to The Defiant Ones, a behind-the-scenes look at the world of Defy. My name is Kevin Deers. Thank you so much for checking out The Defiant Ones here on the official Defiance Patreon page. Defy Brutalist coming up Saturday, November 20th, and it's going to be an awesome, awesome show. We're going to be talking a bit about that in future episodes, but uh, I would like to thank everyone who came out to this past episode, to this past, I'm sorry, this past weekend's Defy. It was incredible, and uh, there was a wrestler that defended the PCW Ultra Women's Championship against uh, Ali Catch, and that her name is Viva Van. She has become a regular here in Defy, so I decided it would be cool to chat with Viva Van. Now, this is a unique concept that we did here, and we're going to be going forward with this for some episodes. Uh, what I did was I opened this up, uh, this interview. I went live via Zoom, and I opened it up for all Defiance members of the Defy Patreon. I uh, got a few people coming in and asking some questions, so I uh, tried to do it. It's a little bit different, and, uh, you know, I had a tiny bit of technical difficulties I tried to get through, but, you know... I, it's DIY. I'm learning as I go, and uh, I hope you enjoy what was the live episode of The Defiant Ones, uh, and, and I hope to do this in the future. So definitely stay uh, paying attention to The Defiance Patreon, and you'll get messages with the Zoom invite of when you can watch this live and, and ask your own questions and give your own feedback. So without any further ado, here's the episode of The Defiant Ones, which aired live on Zoom, but is now the re-recording, the, the recording version of it, uh, Viva Van here on The Defiant Ones. Enjoy. It is the Defiant Ones right now, and I'm talking with Viva Van from Los Angeles, California. She's got the metal posters in the back. She's got Dissection, Storm of the Lights, Bane, Entombed, Left Hand Path, two seminal death metal records. So you know she's legit. She's got the freaking Possessed kind of logo t-shirt. Uh, she's rocking the Liquid Death. And yeah, she's from L.A. So are you in L.A. right now? Yes, I am. Okay, right on. So specifically, what area of... Uh, what area of uh, LA are you? San Gabriel Valley. San Gabriel Valley. Okay, mm -hmm. right on. And uh, where, did you grow up in in LA? Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, tell me a little bit about that. Like growing up, like what was your family like? Where, did you grow up in like a pretty big family or a small family? What was the vibe like? Yes, I had a really. Uh, I have a really huge family, and uh, we grew up in specifically La Puente, which is a huge Latino community. <laughs> so, it, so it was really hard growing up uh, being one of the few Asian people in the community. <laughs> so uh, yeah, what was that neighborhood like? Uh, was it uh, like pretty diverse or not, not really? Now it's starting to become more diverse, but it's still, uh, still more Latinos mm. than uh, anyone else. But, um, you know, uh, how can I, I don't know how to explain it. it La Puente is weird, but I love it. <laughs> it's, okay. a weird, it's a weird little place, but you know, we have great food out here in LA and, yeah. um, and um, probably a lot of the hardships that I went through in La Puente probably turned me into the metalhead that I am today. <laughs> so yeah, let's talk about that. When did your um, love of, we're going to get into wrestling, of course, but uh, you know, uh -huh. like the first thing we notice is the metal signs behind you, the dissection, the entombed. When uh when did you get into metal and what got you into metal? Uh I 
got into metal like later in high school and my friend one of my childhood friends I grew up with Beatrice she took me to my first metal show at the very known uh well-known uh Black Castle in LA which is I don't think they're they're not here anymore but it was a very huge venue to go to that was the place to go to especially when thrash was uh coming back and um mm-hmm. yeah that's how I got into it my friend <laughs> What uh, I mean, it w- must have been pretty intense at the first. Like, what, did you yeah. immediately get into it or did it take a little bit of easing to get into it? It took a bit of easing to get into it. So my first time going there, I was a little scared because <laughs> I was like, this is so new to me. But I like deep down, I loved it. So yeah. I just started diving deeper and deeper into it. So what was like your first love? What was your first band that really got you into it? Metal Church. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. RIP Mike Howe from Metal Church. He just yeah. passed away just a couple months back. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. wow, That's- Metal Church, they're a band from right here in the Northwest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you get to see them? No, I have never gotten a chance to see them live. Okay. Well, so what was it about Metal Church then? Was it just like your friend showed you their album or? Yeah, she did. The very first song I heard from them was Flee from Reality. Okay. And I think Mike Howie was a vocalist in mm-hmm. that song. So that was the first song that drew me towards that band. And I think they're they're very underrated. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, that's that's a kind of more traditional style of, of heavy metal. And then, mm-hmm. you know, obviously you get into the extreme stuff. You got the dissection in the entombed. What got you into like the the really raw underground, like death metal and whatnot? I think um well, first I started with like Metal Church, Megadeth, you know, the typical Metallica. You get yeah. into that, for the the big four first. Mm-hmm. Eventually you go deeper and deeper. Uh, I think the first band that got me into like death metal was Unleashed. Yeah. And then eventually I found Necrophobic and then I found Entombed and Dissection. It just went on and on and on like that. <laughs> nice. Awesome. Going down the rabbit hole, I guess. <laughs> okay, well, for anyone that's like uh, maybe not a like a huge metalhead, what's an album that you can go to when you're having like a crappy day, and whether it's to like you know put you in a good mood or to like get your aggression out? What's it? What's a go-to album that you can put on your headphones that you would suggest? Um. Well, these two back here. <laughs> okay, there you go. Nice. All right. Well, um, so as far as wrestling goes, like, what was your first? interaction with wrestling growing up were you a wrestling fan yeah I was a huge wrestling fan and I started with the I think it was the PlayStation game that my dad bought me nice the art uh was it Wrestlemania the arcade version it was on the first PlayStation that's all I remember but Mm -hmm. I got into wrestling through that and then eventually started watching when Smackdown was on Thursday nights Mm -hmm. on UPN Mm -hmm. (laughs) who were your favorites The Rock was my favorite Stone Cold and undertaker for sure <laughs> yeah so uh you know were your were your parents into it too no not really okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah not really but my dad was the one who bought the game for me sure so i guess he he just knew that it's something that i would like i'm not sure if he's a huge fan i did remember him watching it here and there yeah when i was younger but that's about it did you ever try to imitate the wrestlers with your 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 family or your friends uh, I have a very funny story from fourth grade. Okay. So, <laughs> me and this guy, and I remember his name, and I'm gonna say his name because his name was Michael Perez. Fourth mm-hmm. grade. I was supposed to be Stone Cold. Okay. He was The Rock. 
right? We're playing around. We're not really hitting each other. Sure. But he eventually smacked my head so hard and I swung without, like, I couldn't see. He smacked my head and I just swung and I accidentally gave him a black eye. Oh my God. And, and then instead of being like, oh, understanding, we were playing around. He had just mm-hmm. smacked my head really hard. He went to the teacher, our teacher, Mrs. Garcia. I'll never forget. And she's like, she punched me, Mrs. Garcia. She oh punched God. me. I got in trouble and got a referral. And I was trying to tell her He's we were playing you. around. We were playing around. We were wrestling, but we were playing. But she's like, so you're 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 admitting to fighting. You're admitting to wrestling for real. It's like, no, we were playing around. I'm stone cold. He's a rock. Like yep. he just turned on me. Oh my God. <laughs> He'll turn. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never oh forget God. that. <laughs> so we're calling him out, man. We're cutting a yeah, promo. Yeah, calling on him out. What's I'll his never name again? That. Because of you, I got a referral. Oh my God. <laughs> so okay, so when uh, did you ever consider like this is what you wanted to do when you were uh, you know, older when you when you grew up? Did you actually like have this as a dream, or was it later that you like kind of stumbled into that, or you know how how far back do you remember that you wanted to be a wrestler? Since I was in third grade. Oh my God. Okay. It was a secret dream of mine. Uh And uh, I was afraid to tell people (laughs) this is what I wanted to do. Yeah. Especially growing up in an Asian family, you can't tell your parents that you want to be a wrestler. That's just not a thing. You have to go to college and be a doctor or something. Mm -hmm. So I just kept it inside for a really long time. And I I would tell like people that I was closest to that I do want to give it a try one day. But I never actually did it till like, I think 2017 was when I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I, I'm sorry, but no, it's all good. (laughs) But uh, I just was in the middle of college, like halfway through college. And I thought to myself, um, is this something I want to do for the rest of my life? But yes, I'm going to continue with college, but I don't want to go on with my life without ever knowing or without ever giving it a, a shot. Yeah. So I did it. So you, so you sign up for Santino Brothers, is that right? Yes. So tell me about this. How did you, did you know about independent wrestling? Did you know about wrestling? Um, you know, cause you said you grew up watching like SmackDown on UPN. Did you know that there was a, like a more localized wrestling scene or? I, I kind of did, but I didn't know much. So Santino Bros, I learned a lot about uh, indie wrestling when I was training at Santino Bros. They, yeah. they definitely smartened me up about that. But um, yeah, but before that I had like, I knew there was indie wrestling. I just didn't know how big it was. Yeah. So did you Google like, just like wrestling school in, in your neighborhood or? Yeah, just, like, try, so I yeah. just Googled wrestling school in LA. Yeah. And I found Santino Bros. And it's I- a very reputable them. one. Yeah. Yeah. I stocked them for about a year. Oh, okay. <laughs> so did you train with Brody King? Yeah, I did. Awesome. So uh, tell me a little bit about Santino Bros. Like, uh, you know, going in there first day, what was your first impression of it? And, and uh, you know, did you, did you co- go get to it pretty quick or did, was it hard to kind of get into the, uh, to the motions of wrestling? So um, my first experience, I was super nervous. I didn't know what to expect. Uh, it was really hard. Like the training, the drills was, was really hard. Cause you get blown up, especially like in ring cardio. If you've never done that before, it's a whole different type of cardio. Like you can do all the cardio in the world, but in ring cardio is just different. And, uh, 
I do remember like asking myself, damn, this is hard. Is this something I want to do? But I just stuck it out and I, and I actually loved it. I loved training there. Do you, uh, do you remember how long, you know, it it took you before, you know, you felt comfortable enough to have your first match or, you know, approximately how long that was? Uh, I think it took me a year and a half before I debuted. Okay. Year and a half of training and I picked it up pretty quickly, but the hardest part for me will probably be like psychology. Mm. Yeah. And uh, yeah, tell us about your first match. Do you remember who it was? Obviously, you probably do. You you can't forget your first match. Who's your no. first match, and 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 how did it go? My first match was against CC Chanel and Heather Monroe, and okay. uh, it was three way. And I, I think it was a really good debut. That's nice. <laughs> do I do half of the things that I do in that match? No, not anymore. But yeah. I still thought it was a great debut, and I'll never forget it. <laughs> What do you, okay, so you, you must be thinking of something. What what's something that you did in that match that you don't do now? What do you, what do you? If we don't want it to embarrass you too much, but <laughs> I think uh, in that match I did a lot of big moves, a lot of lucha moves, True. you know, which I still do here and there. Mm-hmm. But I think because it was my first match, I was so excited. I just wanted to get it all out of my system. Yeah, and it wasn't gotta... just my debut. It was also CC Chanel's debut. So I think she also felt the same way. She just wanted it. We just wanted it. Show everything we got all in one match. Like <laughs> like Brian Cage, get your shit in, right? Yeah, get your shit in. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, I kind of wanted to know, uh, you, you, being a metalhead, did you ever want to, you know, be in a metal band? Was that also a dream of yours? Um. Yeah, I did it for a short time, but it, it oh, was you actually... were in a metal band. I didn't know that. Yeah, I was in a death metal band. We were called Mocking of the Trinity, and okay. uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of work. It's hard. Uh, it's hard being in a group with five different personalities. Yeah. And then um, just Mocking of the Trinity. Okay, can we yeah. <laughs> can we look it up on on streaming or is it is available? Yeah, there's still some stuff on YouTube. Not a lot, but there's a little bit. <laughs> Do you want us to look it up or are you? Yeah. I mean, okay. go ahead. That's okay. the part of my life that I am proud of. I'm not, cool. I'm not embarrassed of it or anything. It's just, you know, now that pro wrestling is my life now. Mm-hmm. So do I miss, de- you know, being in death metal band? I do. But um, it's easier to just like worry about myself and worry about my own career. Because it was really hard uh, planning stuff with five, you know, with five people. It's hard to plan stuff, especially if you got your own thing going on that's separate from the band. Yeah. Were, so were you the vocalist? Yeah. What kind of what kind of stuff inspired your lyrics, if you don't mind me asking? Like what was there? Was it was it kind of like horror themed or was it personal experiences? It was horror themed. Uh, paranormal was my favorite subject. Cool. I was mocking of the Trinity. Yeah. Um, trying to remember whether. I wrote a song about a haunted painting called The Hands Resist Him. I think that was the name of it. But yeah, like it's just like anything that was paranormal related, that was my go-to. Okay. <laughs> okay. So obviously, you know, it was just Halloween. Did you dress up for Halloween? Yes, I did. What was your costume and what were some horror movies that you watched during the month? So Sarah Sanderson was my costume from Hocus Pocus. Awesome. I had a lot of fun. A classic. Yeah, because I had to wear a blonde wig and that was fun. I, I never do that. Mm-hmm. So that was different. For horror movies, I watch horror movies all year long. So to me, okay, like the okay. month of October didn't make a difference. But um, I'm trying to think, what was the recent horror movie that I watched? 
can't even remember. I'm sorry. I don't even remember what. Oh, I it's all good. <laughs> Anyone that's listening right now, uh, shout out to to you in the chat. Um, I am not. I did not prep her with these questions, so these are all. This is all just coming off the top of the dome. So you know, I didn't like give her like an idea of what I would be asking. So you're hearing it when she's hearing it. So, um, so you're so you're training. You have your first match. Um, mm-hmm. When you were when you were training for that year and a half before you had your first match, were there any personal uh, inspiration, like any specific wrestlers who you studied, who you really like took inspiration from? Mm. I uh, was watching a lot of Tajiri stuff. Okay. Um, trying to think. I watch almost. I try to watch as much wrestling as possible. I watch everyone, everything, just so that I can just learn and grow that way but i do remember to jerry was a big one that i was watching awesome okay well uh so you you get your first match and then when did you first start to like really get confident and comfortable um you know after your first match and then you're getting your reps in um you know do do you can you pinpoint a time that you felt started to feel really confident and, and whatnot i think it was when i started training at knox pro earlier this year is when I started really finding out who who I am as a wrestler. Yeah. It was earlier this year. So thanks to Rikishi and Black Pearl. Yeah. For helping me out. <laughs> so uh, what made you decide, you know, since you had your initial, um, you had your initial training uh, mm-hmm. with Centino Brothers, what made you decide to, to go further and, and to keep training with Knox? Was you just want to step up and keep keep going during during COVID? Mm-hmm. Well, unfortunately, Santina Rose shut down in the middle oh. of the pandemic. Okay. And uh, I, our trainer at Santina Rose, Joey Chaos, he's always like told us like, you know, if you learned all that you can, you, you can learn at Santino's, it, there's nothing wrong with going out and learning from other people. He said, yeah. that was the best way for you to grow is to learn from other trainers. So I did that. I like that. That's awesome. So, um, you know, uh, what, what's something that Rikishi's taught you? He's definitely taught me to be more confident in myself, know who I am. And um, when it comes to like TV work and stuff like that, like he's the go-to person because he's done it for so long, obviously. He knows how to work TV. That's got to be kind of a trip to, you know, have this guy who you probably looked up to as a kid, you know, and now he's your trainer and probably your friend. Yeah, definitely like a father figure. That's cool. So, um, okay. So, you know, obviously the pandemic, uh, at least here on the West coast, there wasn't much as far as, uh, wrestling going on as far as like allowed to do, you know, California and, and Seattle and, and Oregon, it was very locked down as far as COVID restrictions and whatnot. Um, personally, how'd you get through without, you know, going crazy? How'd you, how'd you stay sane during the pandemic? I did go crazy. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. It was really hard. It was hard being in the West Coast and watching everyone in the East Coast do their thing. Mm-hmm. So it, it was hard, but it gave me more time to go train mm-hmm. and just rebuild myself. All right. So yeah, and then you started with Knox Pro and mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, what what uh, was there? Was there any? Um, Sorry, a brain fart. Anyways, first match back from the pandemic. First match back from the pandemic. What was it? 
Thursday. I mean, technically we're still in the pandemic, but hey, restrictions are, you know, opened up a little bit more and whatnot. So, um, but, but yes. Yeah, so what was your first match back? My first match back would be Knox Pro. <laughs> awesome. They were doing a student showcase on Twitch. No audience, just live on Twitch. Mm-hmm. And that was my first time coming back. <laughs> that must have been pretty weird to wrestle with no audience, huh? It was because you sometimes you feel like you need the audience, like their their energy. You need to hear it. So it was an adjustment. <laughs> yeah. But eventually, like you get used to wrestling with no audiences and you just, you know, you just do your own thing. <laughs> so uh what was your first experience with Defy? Like when did Defy get on your radar? Oh, um, I've always seen Defy and I've always told myself, I want to work there one day. And uh, it finally happened this year. So I'm very happy, very thankful for that. But they've always been on my radar. So I'm just going to, you know, fish for compliments here. Why (laughs) did you want to wrestle for Defy? Me? Yeah. Why did you want to wrestle for Defy? Come on. Defy is a huge place and a huge platform to be on the West Coast. Like Defy and PCW. Mm -hmm. Those two places are the place to be at on the West coast. If people didn't know that already. So <laughs> Hell <laughs> that yes. is why. So you are the, the newly crowned PCW ultra women's champion. That's gotta be like a feather in your cap for sure. Like how long have you been, you know, working toward that goal for four years? <laughs> wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Hey, uh, would you mind? Oh, I just muted. Okay, my bad. All right. Uh, Beaver Van? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. That's back to you. Okay. Sorry, there was a... I didn't have one person on mute. But anyways, it's all good. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so so tell me a little bit about that moment, getting that championship. Was that your first championship as a singles wrestler? No, that wasn't my first championship, but that's the first one that I've ever wanted. Okay. <laughs> that's why it's such a huge deal to me and I've been working my way up at PCW for the last four years and I think I've been wanting to be on that like in that ring way before there was even a women's championship title all right so it must have been a flood of emotions when you got that win and one two three and held that title high yeah that's awesome so um yeah so you know what was your first um feeling when you when you got to defy you said you were you had this as a goal to get to defy and then also pcw what was your reaction like when you got to washington hall uh get tell me uh about the uh environment because i think we have a pretty unique environment there an awesome community what was it like to you it was um it was first off the venue there is pretty awesome okay the history alone there how that building has been Mm -hmm. is that alone is cool being around and witnessing in person. So the it's fact that, like Jimi Hendrix played there. Yeah. So it's just a real moment. Mm-hmm. Right. But I'm kind of one of those people when I'm in the moment, I'm kind of like, I don't know how to explain it. I'm very calm when I'm nervous and I'm like, also, I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> it's like, I'm there, but I'm watching everything. Does that make sense? Oh, no? it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's one thing that I, I like about myself is that I'm su- I was super nervous my first time at Defy, yeah. but I was very calm. <laughs> well, very you're calm a trained professional. Huh? You're a trained professional. 
<laughs> you should yeah, be. But- that that's your that's your your environment you know you're ready to kill yeah i was just soaking it all in that's what i want to do was just taking every moment that's awesome so uh as far as uh, this is a kind of a corny question i will admit but i do have to ask it this is uh um the defiant ones and and we call our community the defiance that's our name for our community um if you could you know just uh off the the um few appearances and the the awesome reaction you've gotten um from defy so far in your opinion what does the defiance mean to you (sighs) okay um defiance to me the audience one thing that i can say is are a bunch of diehards that's i think that explains it (laughs) absolutely Absolutely. So um, I, I'm curious about uh, what, are, what are some of your goals at Defy? My goal at Defy is to push women's wrestling. Awesome. And what are some of your goals, um, you know, outside of that and, and just like some of your goals within just like wrestling and, and for your career and, and, and your life? Um, my career, obviously, I want to make it for people like me. You know, there isn't any uh, Southeast Asian that's signed. Um, There is, but very little. We're not, there's not a lot of us out here in this industry. And I want to break down doors and barriers for people like me. That is my goal. Awesome. All right. Well, um, I was uh, curious about one last question before we hop on and let any any listeners, part of the Defiance, uh, ask questions if anyone would would feel free to. my last question, if you could pick a scar on your body and show us if you can, or just tell us about how you got that scar. I'm sorry, what? Pick a scar Oh, okay. on your body and show us if you can, or just tell us about how you got that scar, the story. Um, <laughs> there's a lot to pick from. All right. <laughs> but I'll, um, well, I have this like, hair straightener scar if you can see it okay it's like two lines and this happened this is not wrestling related at all it just happened (laughs) to be when I was rushing while I was getting ready so I'm trying to do my makeup and my hair at the same time I left my hair straightener on and I leaned over to reach for something but I laid my arm on it and I didn't feel it at first until I heard something sizzling and then I looked up it was a third degree burn (laughs) damn (laughs) You have to put a big bandaid on that one. Um, yeah, <laughs> and it took a while so. to heal. So not wrestling related. I'm sorry, it's not a cool story. <laughs> That's the all biggest right. scar I have, though. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm going to ask to unmute all of these people that are uh, listening now, and and uh, we got Alan, Andrew, Bryce, and an unnamed uh, phone number here. So, uh, Alan, do you have any questions you'd like to ask uh, Viva Van? Uh, yeah, I guess um, I guess to be related to music, I know she's a big music fan by the theme music she uses and the posters in her background. I wonder if there's a band she's seen like live a bunch of times, or like what her favorite band to see live is. Favorite band to see live? Um, I haven't been to a show in such a long time. It's been a while. 
it's been a few years because like like I said pro wrestling is my life like that's what I do now but um a favorite time in my life will probably be just seeing local LA bands there's this huge show called Maidens of Metal and it highlighted women in the LA um community women Mm -hmm. musicians and I think that was my favorite all every band there was my favorite band to watch at that time that's awesome Maidens of Metal huh Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I got a question then. If you could, you know, uh, pick one metal band, uh, past or present, to play you to the ring live, who would it be? Loudness. Oh, <laughs> that is my yeah. entrance. <laughs> awesome. Why loudness? I don't know. Like that, the song, the way, the when it just hits, you know, it just, it just hits. <laughs> awesome. I think they're coming to Seattle pretty soon. I just saw a flyer for them. Oh, really? Maybe yeah. I need to make it out there and be like, hey, you guys want to partner up? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just saw a metal show last night, this band called Unto Others, kind of like a gothic metal band. They're really good. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Does anyone else have any questions for Viva Van tonight? Um, yeah, I do. Hi, Andrew. Hi. So I just wanted to ask, you know, for someone who has never seen you perform, what could I expect? You can expect a very good time. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's what I was looking for. Good. (laughs) Awesome, Andrew. Thank you very much. And and are you uh, new to the Defy uh, Patreon or are you uh, a long time? Brand new. Awesome. Well, welcome to my first show going to so awesome welcome to the community what brought you to the community was it the uh was it john moxley i'm assuming maybe um no i i started looking out uh at everything before Mm -hmm. i finally just pulled the trigger on it that's awesome well welcome to the community man Mm -hmm. we we appreciate you you coming and uh we look forward to seeing you there in the crowd and and being a part of it it's 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 Mm -hmm. a unique experience all right. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you. Awesome. All right. Any more questions tonight for Viva Van? Going once. I Going. actually have a fun one then. Yeah, no you. problem, Andrew. Hop in. So with all this talk about, you know, metal bands, um, if you could pick, I don't know, two or three other females in the wrestling industry to start a metal band with, Ooh. who would it be? And what would the name be? Oh my gosh. An hmm. all female wrestler metal band. Who would it who would yeah. it be and what would your name be? Um I'd pick Abaddon. I think she'd be a cool person to be in the band with or an awesome person. Uh damn. To think of a name, that is hard. I have to put so much thought into that, okay? <laughs> I can't think of a name on the spot, but Abaddon would be how about Viva Van Halen? There's your band Viva name. Van Halen. <laughs> I gave it to you. Copyright it, baby. <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not. Viva Van Halen about the Viva um, Van Halen cover band. Maybe that would be it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I have a question for you. So you're drinking Liquid Death. You wear Liquid Death. Are you a sponsored athlete by Liquid Death? Yep. <laughs> That's awesome. Right on. <laughs> Hell yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I love this stuff. It's good stuff. Absolutely. <laughs> Any more questions before we let Viva Van uh, go on with her evening? I have one, one question. All right, Alan, what do you got? 
Oh, Defy has been uh, really good about bringing in a lot of talent from outside the different companies and different countries. Is there anybody that you'd want to wrestle, maybe a dream match or somebody from a different company in Defy? I definitely want to rematch with Nyla Rose. Uh, yeah. Other people I want to wrestle would probably be Sky Blue, Abaddon. Those are some people that I like to see at Defy. So speaking of, you know, your your match with Nyla Rose. So if people are unfamiliar with this, the it's up now on 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 YouTube on the AEW Dark. Is that right? Yeah. So what was that experience like for you uh, wrestling for AEW? It's a lot of uh, it's a lot of fun. Like I said, it was a lot to take into mm-hmm. just trying to enjoy the moment and be present. Yes. But, um, you, you know, it's a great experience and a great opportunity. And I would love to come back. And next time you'll be the victor. <laughs> yeah, let's go for that. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Well, uh, I think we're going to let you go unless anyone else has any questions. Right on. All right. Well, Viva Van, thank you so much. And um, how do we uh, support you and, and, and you know, uh, follow along with you and whatnot? Why don't you uh, give us some plugs and some places to support you? You guys can find me on Twitter, IG, Facebook, or TikTok uh, at Hellbent Vixen. Right on. And buy a t-shirt and come see her live at Defy. Possessed to prove. <laughs> Hell yeah. Thank you so much, Viva Van. Thank you for having me. All right, guys, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. This is the first live Zoom. I hope that it was fun for you. It was fun for me. A little nerve wracking, but I think we got through it. So thank you so much, guys, everyone. Thank you very much for participating. And we'll see you at the next Defy. Yeah. Bye, guys. <laughs>